0: Let's get into today's episode. Hi, and welcome back to the Art of Unraveling podcast. Today, I wanted to talk about something that I feel like the whole of 2021 brought up for me. And I know a lot of my clients and a lot of the people that I talk to in my business and in my world. And that is this deep, deep releasing of the patterns and the habits and the programs that we've had, that we've been wanting to work on, and maybe we have been working on, that are being released at even deeper levels. They're being released at even deeper, deeper levels. Things like people-pleasing, perfectionism, fears that you have. So I just, I know maybe I've shared this in other podcasts that this has been one of the hardest years for me personally. I've had to really go deep into some shadow work and deeper than I ever have before. And I've been doing work like this since 2007. But it's almost like I went into these these deep, dark depths of myself and really sat with my inner child through some really, really hard experiences. Of grieving the love she didn't, I didn't receive as a child, and and so much more. And as we come to the end of this year, I want to talk a little bit about ego deaths. Because essentially that's what that is. It's walking through these various parts of ourself that were old identities, ways of being in the world that. In some ways, we not in some ways in in all ways we developed as children to protect ourselves. So that's really all the ego is. It was developed in childhood, usually by the age of five, as a means to protect you. And what happens is because it develops so young, we grow up with those identities and think that's who we are. Right? We think that we're just a people pleaser or that we are anxious or we're depressed or we are perfectionists, whatever the thing is, and usually it's more than one thing, we become really attached to that identity. And this is all unconscious. It all happens unconsciously. But the ego isn't like this thing to be feared or shamed, right? The last thing you want to do is to shame any part of yourself that creates further separation from yourself. And what we want to have the conversation about is more about integrating all of these different parts of you, including your ego. There's nothing wrong with the ego. Again, it was created to protect you. And I've seen some different posts out there about, you know, people not liking the words ego death. And I think the reasoning for that is because In a lot of spiritual teachings, the ego is seen as this big, bad, you know, don't be that way, you know, get rid of your ego kind of story. And I'm not sure we ever will fully get rid of the ego. The ego also holds the wounded child, right? So the wounds you experienced in childhood from not getting the love you needed and deserved, what that created inside of you, right? Like wounds of not feeling like you're good enough. We've talked about that a lot in here. Wounds of feeling insignificant, like you don't matter. All the like horrible things, the deep down, really intense core wounds that kind of drive our behavior in these not so great ways. Things like being abandoned or rejected by one of your parents and therefore growing up, fearing abandonment from the people around you. And that's how we become people pleasers, right? We talk about all these things in here. And so we're not here to beat up the ego and make it bad or wrong or shame it. That's the last thing we want to do. We we always want to hold deep compassion for all parts of ourself. They were created to protect you. That is how intelligent your brain is. It creates, it separates off different parts of your psyche in order to protect you so that you can survive. And so we want to thank the ego, but we also want to recognize that obviously there are patterns and programs in our mind and our psyche that are sabotaging us, that are sabotaging our success, sabotaging our ability to move forward in our lives and our ability to move forward in our purpose work, in our ability to have the abundant, beautiful lives that we desire within ourselves, but we've got these parts of us that are still stuck in the past and they're sabotaging the future. So let's talk a little bit about ego death and kind of what it is. And for me, it's it's really just this matter of like walking through all these different parts of yourself that Aren't serving you anymore, for lack of a better word. They're just not serving. And I feel like, you know, 2020 kind of stirred this huge pot of really showing us what's important and maybe showing you the places in your life and in your mind and in your energy that aren't working for you. So it was like, it kind of like stirred the pot, brought everything to the surface. And then 2021 was like going deep diving in and pulling up the roots and seeing what things were still lurking in the corners of your psyche. And so, as always, the experience that you had this year depends on how open and willing you were to allow that experience to happen or if you were resisting it, fearing it, ignoring it, denying it, shaming it. Okay? Those are all parts of the ego too. The ego wants to shame things. It wants to judge things. It wants to control things. It wants to make things wrong. And it's doing all of that to protect you, to protect your identity, its identity, essentially. So I just find this conversation so interesting. And if you're in the middle of an ego death, it can feel really uncomfortable, like very, very very uncomfortable and i feel like i've personally have been going through them over the last couple of years my a big part of mine is around fatigue having this extreme fatigue where i just was literally kind of taken out and i think a big part of that is because my ego was so intertwined it was so identified with what i did what i do and i don't mean for a living i mean doing Like it was so identified with achieving and doing and proving myself. I had to prove that I was worthy, prove that I was good enough. And that just led to a lot of burnout, but I didn't know how to stop. I literally remember having a session with a therapist, just crying and saying, I don't know how to stop doing this, but it's like killing me. And your higher self is going to find ways to take you out, right? So when you're really attached to achieving and doing and your higher self is working really hard to get you to learn how to be, I think for me personally, I had to go through this extreme fatigue experience for a couple of years, but it was really bad This at this time last year, September of 2020 through February of 2021. And it kind of kept going throughout 2021 as well, because I really was just meant to stop and to learn how to be in my body and to learn how to be safe in my body, to teach my nervous system that it was safe. And I know this next evolution for me and for those of us that have really gone through these ego deaths is going to be just beyond our imagination. Very powerful. I really feel like 2022 is the year of the light worker. Uh, I got this message very clearly on the Lionsgate portal that happened on August 8th. I was standing in Des Moines <laughs> at getting ready to go shopping. And this just download came over me where it's just like, it's it's our turn to be abundant now. It's our turn to step into our purpose and to be abundant. And I feel that this year is gonna be really expansive for light workers i'm just very excited for all the opportunities that light workers have right now but back to ego deaths for me in my own understanding it just feels like you're kind of walking through a portal and shedding a layer of skin kind of like a snake would shed its layer of skin and it as it outgrows the old skin it literally begins to shed that skin So nature always gives us the greatest analogies. And the other one that's wonderful to think about too is the caterpillar turning into the butterfly. You know, the caterpillar going into the cocoon is kind of like the ego death, except it happens over and over. It's like you go through one and you shed one layer and then you come out and then you go into another one. And so 2021 was like going through a lot of ego deaths, but you don't stay in it the whole time. Like you go in and out of them. So I kind of see it as like walking through a portal, uh, like a doorway, and there's light on the other side and you walk through it and like you shed almost like you're taking off your clothes or shedding a layer of skin like a snake. And you walk through those doors and then boom, you're, you've released that part of your ego, that identity, the identity of people pleasing, for example, that I have to please others because my value comes from what I do for other people. Maybe that was an ego death you accomplished this year. And we can say that. We can say it's an accomplishment because it's moving into the next evolution. It's letting go of an identity that didn't serve you anymore. From a philosophical point of view, an ego death can be described as a temporary transformation of the psyche shifting from self-centered to completely unbiased. This could foster a novel perspective, unclouded by the lens of duality that the ego casts over our mundane consciousness. This is from a double-blind magazine, it's called. From a scientific standpoint, ego death is hypothesized to be the result of dampened activity in the default mode network This temporary quieting can act as a reset or rewiring of the network, and consequently, the rewiring of thought patterns, which are otherwise constrained by the ego. If you do the same thing repeatedly, it is like you are walking down the same path all the time, says psychologist Dr. Matthew Brown. Dampening activity in the default mode network and the experience of ego death associated with it, Brown says mows the lawn so that you can stroll down that new path a bit more easily. So ego death can often increase traits like openness and empathy. It can also show us a true unbiased reality, therefore illustrating where our egos have lied to us in order to preserve self-image, self-identity, and self-esteem. It can also promote these feelings of oneness where you realize Again, there's no duality. You're not separate from other people, that there's this oneness that we talk about in the great scriptures of yoga, that we are all connected. We are all one. And this can create, you know, very quick healings can happen, right? You can heal different aspects of your body because as we let go of these old identities and stories, we let go of the resistance and the need to control and the need to defend which is very very resistive in your body so it's like it's like you standing around with your fists up ready for a fight all the time that's kind of what happens when we're in an ego state is that we have to fight for our right to be right and to control the people around us and when we go through ego deaths we realize we are all one There is no separation and nothing is what it looks like and it's all perfect somehow. So because it's commonly associated with darkness, decay, and sadness, the word death creates and carries a lot of negative connotation. Naturally, most individuals avoid thinking about it and live in fear of their inevitable physical death, perhaps equating it with eternity of nothingness. However, the experience of an ego death can prove, at least subjectively, that this is not the case. The continuation of awareness while the ego is dissolved underscores the theories of both ancient and modern philosophies. When our identity and everything we identify with and hold dear is gone, something, some form of consciousness remains. Realizing the immortality of consciousness, despite the fact that time living in our bodies is temporary, can be a paradigm shifting and enlightening experience. If you find yourself in a situation of ego death, fighting it is not the way to go. (laughs) Resisting it is not the way to go. Rather, surrendering to this experience and letting yourself exist in the moment, being with whatever feelings it brings up, you can, once you move through the actual death itself, you can experience feelings of unity and connectedness and peace, and calm, and understanding. So again, it's important to remember the ego is not the enemy. We're not shaming it. We're not making it wrong or bad. We want to acknowledge that it was created in a means to protect ourselves. that it may never fully go away, that you will have multiple ego deaths because you have multiple identities that you identify with, and that it's all okay. It's all perfect. And to just allow it to be, to surrender to it if you're in the middle of an ego death experience. So I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, Again, it's been a really interesting year as we come to the end of it. I feel so much more peace and groundedness and embodiment really like being in my body because trauma keeps us in our head. I've mentioned this before as well. And it keeps us doing. And it's time to get back into our bodies. So I'm curious if you've experienced some ego deaths and if you're in the middle of one, just know I support you. I'm here with you and surrender to it to the best of your ability. If you need any support, reach out to me. We have the Empowered Empath Program, which is wonderful for giving you a foundation as you move through all the different stages and heal these identities. It really helps you understand it from a psychological standpoint, from a spiritual standpoint, from a scientific standpoint, and then it helps you move through and release these parts of yourself that aren't serving you. We also have the Lightworker Academy, which is a foundational program Bridging ancient healing techniques with coaching to create Lightworker leaders, and this starts March 2022. I am so 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 excited for this program. It's ten months long. It's my longest mentorship pro- program. And reach out to me if you're curious about either of those things. It just kind of depends where you're at. If you're wanting to step into your purpose work as a worker, but not really sure how-to or maybe you're already a service-based entrepreneur, but you want to add more modalities into your practice, then reach out to me. It's an amazing program that is completely life-changing as well as giving you tools to help others. If you're on a healing journey, just starting it or in the middle of a healing journey, I recommend the Empowered Empath Program because it is going to give you the foundation to move through your healing in the best way with guidance and support. All right. You can find me at The Sensitive CEO on Instagram or Pure Light Wellness on Facebook. You can also email me, Erin, E-R-I-N, at purelightwellness.com. Thank you for listening today. And I hope to see you again soon.